Hello and welcome to the Sun Journal Sportscast. I am your host, Adam Robinson. This week we do not have Lee Horton, our sports editor extraordinaire. He is off for a few days this week, and so I am going back to my podcasting roots and doing this thing solo. Uh, I guess I'll talk about first the football game I have to cover tomorrow, which is Oxford Hills and Thornton Academy, a huge Class A showdown of two 6-0 teams, undefeated teams, and probably the two best teams in the state, depending on who you ask. If you ask me, I think those are the two best teams in the state. I think a couple weeks ago I probably would have had a little apprehension saying that because of Oxford Hills hosting Bonnie Eagle on a Saturday morning. Lee Horton covered that game. We've talked about it on this podcast and our football Friday night show a couple times. Uh, And just how um, strong Oxford Hills looked against Bonnie Eagle and how talented they are and them going up face to face with Bonnie Eagle on a, a good Bonnie Eagle team and beating them on their home turf. I think it was 19 to 6. And just, you know, doing what you're supposed to do at home. Win. And and Eli Soren, week after week, I mean, they put up 77 against Massabesic, which, I mean, it's a Class B team. It's, um, you know, it's one of those things where Massabesic is down, Oxford Hills is way up. The class difference. Uh, Oxford Hills is maybe the best they've been in who knows how long. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know the football history too well past like the last five years, but I mean, this is the best Oxford Hills team I've seen. Eli Soren, the quarterback, is going to be really, really um, ready to go. I think he's the difference maker in this game. If he can throw the ball effectively to, you know, six foot five Tegan Pelletier or the speedster Matt Doucette or give it off to Isaiah O'Farro or even throw it to Isaiah. I think if they can get the offense going, they've got a really big offensive line. I think they can put up points against Thornton. Now, Thornton put up, I think, 84 against Bangor, which Bangor, really strong team. They eked out a win against Scarborough on a weird fumble recovery in the end zone with no time left. But a win against Scarborough nonetheless. It's a, it's a Bangor team with a good quarterback and... Um, and so a, a, a strong team, and they got just blitzed by Thornton Academy, and, and Thornton's been beating everybody they've played by a lot. I think they beat Bonnie Eagle by almost 20 points, or maybe 21 points, uh, and their quarterback, Jack Emerson, is by all accounts the same type of quarterback. Dual threat, can run, can throw, can make plays. They've got a whole lot of weapons that if you if you look at their box scores or the articles that have been read, written about their games, you know that they can put up points, and they've, they've got a stingy defense, too. They they held Von Eagle to, I think, 13 or 14, so uh, just a really strong, really strong team, and I'm, I think Oxford Hills, uh, one advantage they have is being at home. They always get crowds at, at uh, the Goon Complex, and I think it'll just be uh, just a a really really fun night of football and I'm really excited to go to it I mean I I was at Levitt and Cape Elizabeth at Levitt last Friday I was really excited for that game our game of the week the Hornets put up uh, I think 37 or 39 points on Cape Noah Carpenter their sophomore quarterback had 
five rushing touchdowns and you could also throw the ball. Um, that was a really fun game, but I think this could be the game of the year, this Oxford Hills-Thornton showdown here. So um, if you're in the Paris, South Paris, Oxford area, I would suggest heading down there at the Gouin Complex, 7 o'clock, and checking out the game because I'll be there and I, I'm very excited. Couple other football games to look at this week. We have uh, Winthrop Monmouth Halldale is hosting Freeport. Freeport uh, has a couple good wins on their schedule. They've played well in Class D, and I I still think Winthrop Monmouth Halldale is the the cream of the crop, so to speak, of Class D football. I think that they are the top team, and I think this is a good a real good test for the Ramblers to see where they kind of stand because they've had a couple weeks off here and there. You know they've been playing lesser opponents and it's it's going to start picking up here for them with uh, Freeport and I think they have Oak Hill also or, or maybe Foxcroft uh, but they should have a good test there I think they'll take care of business if if I if they're as good as I think they are type of thing um, Levitt goes down to York to play a, a tough York team who uh, was undefeated going into their Cape Elizabeth game two weeks ago, but Cape took them down. Um, it'll be a tough task, but I think Levitt is, you know, I, th- I think they're a top five team in the whole state, even at Class C. I don't think that's really much of a question. They they can do it everywhere. They play defense hard. They're, whoever they play at quarterback, Noah Carpenter or if, or if Hunter Hayes is ready to go, um, battling an injury, I think it doesn't really matter who they put at quarterback because they're both really uber-talented. And... They have skill position guys again. They've got a just a scary offensive line. Again, just like every Levitt team seems to have. So I think they'll take care of business with York. Uh, a couple other games. We have Poland at Foxcroft. Poland can, can put up points, but I think Foxcroft is right up there with Winthrop in, in Class D. That might be a tough game for Poland. Uh, Lewiston was supposed to play Scarborough. Scarborough has COVID cases, so they're not playing. But Bangor was nice enough to... Uh, say we'll play and they're coming down and they're going to play Lewiston on Friday night so that's awesome that Bangor did that Um, hopefully Donovan Jackson can be back for Lewiston their playmaking quarterback that they kind of shifted to midway through the season if he's in I think they'll put up points but uh, Bangor seems like a really tough team Deerigo four game win streak I just wrote a story about Curtis Arrington their running back really and linebacker. I mean, I, I made the mistake going into the story. I'm like, oh, he's just a running back. He's, you know, playmaker on the offense. And then I get to talking to him. Then I get to talking to Craig Collins, the coach. And Craig says that in their last game at Old Orchard Beach, uh, Curtis had 30 tackles. And he, he has, I think, over 80 this season. He's had almost 800 total yards in the last four games, in their last four wins here four-game win streak, so Dirigo hosting Yarmouth, I think they could get their fifth, and then another 6-0 team, Telstar, in their final eight-man game of the year, they have Trape Academy coming into town on Saturday, and I think that's another really big chance for them to head into the playoffs undefeated, which is, you know, unbelievable, really, for this Telstar team. I I knew they were good two years ago, and they kind of got ahead of themselves and started losing a little bit, but this year... Since the Miranda Cook game that I covered a few weeks ago, they've they uh, they had a tough test with Miranda Cook. They it was kind of a shock. They're like, okay, we can get beat, 
um, let's buckle down and refocus. And they've been really strong ever since. And so Telstar, really good for that community going in and and possibly going into the playoffs undefeated in that small school division. I think that'll be uh, one of the top teams to beat in that uh, conference. And I think they could uh, battle for a state title. All right, so real quick, girls soccer. Just wanted to run through some teams that we have in our area. And Oak Hill, 10-0, uh, being led by Gabby Chessie, who, if you follow Oak Hill sports, uh, really good track athlete, like state-caliber jumper, sprinter, um, really strong basketball player, can score um, quick obviously, and she scores a bunch for the Oak Hill soccer team as well, and they're 10-0 in Class C, uh, you know, just playing really well. Mount Blue, 8-3-1, and and they're a strong girls team, but, I mean, at the top, you got Bangor, 12-0, Wyndham, 13-0, led by Sarah Talon, who, um, obviously, really strong basketball player, maybe the, maybe Miss... Maine basketball this winter, going to UMaine uh, next year to play basketball, but she scores a billion goals for Wyndham soccer because of course she does, you know what I mean? Um, so uh, they're really, really good and, and just flying through teams, scoring a whole bunch. You just get their box scores in, you look at their schedule, they they uh, they can't really stop scoring. So, uh, But if you're if you're a fan of our area teams... You've got Oak Hill, you got Mount Blue, and and they've really separated themselves from the other teams, kind of in our in our groups in the girls soccer sport. All right, and so boys soccer, I know we talk about them a lot. We've talked to Coach Lewis and head coach Dan Gish on this podcast already. We've talked about their team a good amount, but it's for good reason. The Lewis and Blue Devils. Uh, 10-0-1, their one tie was with Brunswick a week ago at Brunswick, 1-1. Um, but other than that, you know, taking care of business, they had a... And then at the week after, they had a, a home win against Mesolonsky, 3-2. Mesolonsky made a charge back, but um, I, I don't think it ever got tied. I think it was 2 nothing at half, and then I think they scored their third before Mesolonsky scored their two in the second half. But... What I'm really looking forward to is uh, the Camden Hills game this Saturday at home. Camden Hills, I think Camden Hills' only loss this year is to Lewiston. Yep, it is. Uh, A 4-2 loss in the opening game at Camden Hills. Lewiston came in, scored one 4-2, and then they had their back-to-back Oxford Hills games where they scored 14 and then 11. Um, We've got them back again. This time at Lewiston, Saturday night, under the lights, at Don Field. I'm very excited. I will be there. Camden Hills is actually, right now, I think Lewiston's playing tonight. They are playing Bangor at home, and I'm not sure how that's been going. But as of right now, Camden Hills is above Lewiston in the heel points. Um, narrowly. If you look at the tournament index, Camden Hills is at 160.1, and Lewiston's at 158.4. So... Um, really, really close, and that should be a really fun matchup. So I just looked, and at halftime, Lewiston 
as I'm recording, is up on Bangor 2-1 in boys soccer. So uh, Bangor just beat Edward Little last weekend 2-1 in overtime. And that was, by all accounts, a really fun game. Two uh, strong teams, up-and-coming teams, Bangor and EL. I think two youngish teams. And the, the EL Lewis and boys soccer game that I covered a couple weeks ago was just really, really fun. And I, if I'm an EL fan or part of the EL program, I'd feel really good about, you know, the the future coming up in this with this program. I think it's in good hands with uh, Max Thompson, first-year coach over there. Um, other teams that we have in our area that are doing well in boys soccer, Lisbon's 10-2. and two. Uh, Who else do we have here? Mount Abram, 8-0-2, continues to score a whole bunch of goals um, up there at the mountain. EL is 7-4-1. I figured I'd add that in since I just talked about them. Um, and so, yeah, we've got some we've got some teams that are uh, playing playing well and getting getting ready for uh, a good playoff push here. Let's switch gears here to field hockey. And I wanted to highlight Lewiston's field hockey team real quick. Uh, they're 7-5-1. They're I will get to the teams that are playing better record-wise in a second. But I just wanted to show that um, in 14 games, Lewiston's only given up 14 total goals. Uh, I thought that was just something to point out. Because I, I wanted to go in and look because we get all the box scores sent in by Lewiston and you can look at their schedule but when we get the emails in I, I just keep checking and it doesn't seem like they give a give up a whole lot of goals um, and I went back and I looked and they don't I mean the most they gave up was 3 to Skowhegan in a 3-0 away loss against a really strong Skowhegan team that's 12-0 right now in A North so um, my suspicions were right they're playing well uh, defensively at least and, and if they can set that program up and get some more goals scored um, going forward and figure out that offense a little bit. They should be a, um, a a growing and a stronger program here going ahead. So um, top teams that we have in our area, uh, Winthrop is 14-0, the most wins in all of the state. Just a, a really strong program, um, a consistently big field hockey team and uh, they're doing it again this year Levitt 11 and 1 um, really cool really good season by them Dirigo is 10-2-2 and, and I just covered Dirigo's game with Mountain Valley uh, on Monday who's 10-2-1 and, and that was a really fun game Dirigo won 1-0 but uh, it was at Dirigo under the lights the football team was there to, to cheer him on. I mean, the, the bleachers were almost crowded. Um, it was it was a really cool atmosphere for a field hockey game. A big, you know, crosstown rivalry type of thing with that they have, kind of like E.L. Lewiston type of thing. And it, it I was excited to see how Autumn Freeman of Mountain Valley, I mean, you keep hearing about her and her goals, how she was going to do. And Dirigo kind of held her off in the first half, and then she kind of got it going and kind of her coach was saying that she kind of slowed down and kind of relaxed and figured out the game a little bit more and got into it a little bit better but Deergo was able to hold off Mountain Valley's offense and 
win one to nothing, and I think that Class C tournament's going to be really, really interesting and really fun. Uh, another team that we have, St. Dom's, 10-1. and one. Uh, Tony Blasi has a story on their game today on the Sun Journal website, and will be in Friday's Sun Journal paper, so go read that. Um, and Oxford Hills, 9-5. and five. Just another team that's doing really well. Our area has some really good, really fun field hockey teams that I think can go pretty far in the playoffs. And I'm really excited because that's showing that's on its way. Um, we are finishing this season up pretty quickly here. Lewiston's last game's on the 19th. Um, this is the, kind of the final week. Do or die. Figure out your your playoff position and get ready to go. So. Um, excited for that. We have some good teams, and now you know who to look for come playoff time. One last thing that I wanted to talk about was Jade Haylock, the Levitt golfer, who is the younger sister of Ruby Haylock, last year's Class B state title winner, uh, defeated her older sister and everybody else in Class B to win the Class B state title last week. And Freeport's Eli Spaulding won the boys' title. Um, Jade was talking about how she was going to come after Ruby, her sister. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's it's the, it's the confidence you want to have. It's the mindset you want to have going into that tournament. But uh, she did it. She, she shot an 11 over 83 beat her sister by four strokes and who and and Ruby tied for second with Levitt freshman Alexis McCormick. So Levitt went one, two, three. Um and just a, a really impressive performance. So I wanted to shout out Levitt's Jade Haylock. Really awesome to see. And uh Levitt golf just stays in good hands. So uh congratulations to her. And that'll do it for this episode of the Sun Journal Sportscast. Thank you for listening. Uh, I know that Lee Horton was not here as a solo show. I hope that I did it justice. Next week, we will have Levitt football coach Mike Hathaway on to talk about Levitt football, the quarterback situation, the team in general, Class C, with the playoffs coming around. Should be a good conversation. Mike is always a good quote and a good sport about everything. So tune in next week to the Sun Journal Sportscast with me, Lee Horton and Mike Hathaway. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting us find our voice. Really, we do appreciate every listener. And uh, take care.